All right, howdy. Welcome back to Hwindley Mania, the greatest podcast you've never heard of, brought to you by the greatest band that you have never heard of, that band being Windley. you got to follow at Windley underscore band on all the socials and listen to the tunes. You'll be snapping along, and you won't even realize that my name is the best in the world, Andrew Reidner. And with me, as always, man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. Hey, man. What's up? Yeah, what are you okay? I'm 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 great. Yeah, you, I'm you, perfect. You look like you got frozen for a second. No, you know? just, you're like a deer in headlights over nah, there, man. I'm, I'm just You've done this before. What are you doing? I'm just hanging out. <laughs> I'm ready to ready to get into it. How are you? I'm fine, dude. I'm glad. I'm fine. Are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Do you want to go outside? You want to take this outside? <laughs> no, no. Make out. It's raining. Yeah, it is raining. And it's nice. It's kind of like it's going Dit. Pitter patter, pitter patter on the. Uh, they call the it pitter patter, but it does not sound. It like sounds you, like pitter patter. Like it doesn't emulate the phrase pitter patter. <laughs> You're deaf though, because that's pitter patter up there, pal. You want to get you? I'll pitter patter <laughs> your balls. Once I figure out what that means, I'm sure you will. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll 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 uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop. Restore it. internet connection. Yeah. Google pitter patter, and then you'll do that to my genitals. Yes. Nice. That's why we're friends, man. Yeah. We go way back. Way back. Yeah. And uh, we're not alone, though. Although... We're not alone. No, we're not alone. I don't know what I was about to say. We're not alone. We are being joined this evening by the one and only, the great, the big dick Dan, <laughs> as I like to call him, Daniel McDonald. Say hello. This is an audio medium. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in case the listeners at home can't tell, there's a lot of sexual tension in the room. So I'm just a little, you know. You're doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks. Appreciate it. Myrtle Beach shows photographer extraordinary. Yeah, Thanks. You, you take I the pictures. That. The signature I photographer. The um, I see a lot of people take pictures, but I don't. And I, I like I like a lot of the pictures I see from other pe- people. But I'm telling you, this guy, Daniel, I see him get up in the fucking grill, and he's, he's like working. You're working when you do it, man. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a workout. I mean, I got to lose some weight, so, you know, I got to do something during the show that's a little he's bit... He's killing two birds with one stone. Two birds. Yeah, yeah, I see. One stone. Yeah. So, uh, actually, I have a bone to pick with you. I just remembered. Oh, God okay, damn. Okay, so, um, after, uh, what was that, the one show at Brick House? Was that the Turn Four show or the the Turn Four show? Yeah, Turn Four Him yeah. show. That's when I was formally introduced to you. Um, and then the next day, I was at Food Lion and I saw you and I said, "What's up?" And you walked right past me. Did I just completely miss yes. you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I said, "Hey, what's up, man?" I feel so bad. Fucking, you kind of glanced at me and then that I just I, I just missed kept you. going. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I was just like off in my own world. I promise. Well, I was you. also wearing like basketball shorts and a hat. Yeah. Uh. I looked. I looked like I was <laughs> in a disguise, incognito yeah, over here. So, you can't. You, you and, can't be you know, recognized in public. Yeah, can't man. be bothered. But I remember. I was just like, oh man. I don't know. Like a grocery store is normally like a. I get like lost in my own head when I'm I in do there. Too. Yeah, I, I, I just off. like totally zone out. I yep. usually have headphones on, and I'm just like mm-hmm. completely somewhere else. I don't mm-hmm. want to see anyone I know there. I hate seeing people I know. Yeah, the gro- like, I feel like we've talked about this before. I think but we have. I hate seeing people. I. I love the grocery store, but then there's so much I don't like about it. It's kind of like life itself in a way. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like a great gift, but goddamn, isn't it? There's so much burden. Burden, burden after burden. Burden. Yeah, just so much bullshit. And, uh, you know, 
what I would feel like a, is a place of serenity it can turn into a, a world of nightmares when you you see someone that maybe you talked to a few times uh, like five years ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> or uh, I know I was, del- but here's the thing: I was delighted to see you. Oh, I'm sorry. We, and then you know, because I was like this guy, right? You know, but uh, fucking, I'll make it up to you so, somehow. Uh, yeah. So you, how about an apology right now? All right, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Yep. I am extremely sorry for yeah. completely ghosting past you in the food lion Thank aisles. Thank I you. hope whatever you bought that day was good. Mm-hmm. And if I see you again, uh-huh. I'll try to endeavor to not do the same thing to you. All right. And? And also, I'm sorry, <laughs> and you're the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and true. Everyone knows. Every, people say that about me, right? It is true. All the time. <laughs> yeah, Actually, see? Devin told me that. He yeah, told yeah. me you were the best in the world. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. he looks up to me. He does. I'm like, well, a, right I'm like now, a mentor. He is looking up to you let's right take now. It, let's physically. take it easy on no, that. I'm a mentor. Let's take it easy on that. <laughs> let's pump the brakes. <laughs> He's a teacher. How did I do? Usually, let's, like, Let's pump the brakes on that. Yeah, you, you give me an apple every every morning. <laughs> you give me an apple. And you, hey, teach. How you doing? Hey, teach. I can't wait to learn from you. Oh, great one. What did he learn? <laughs> huh? What did he learn? Oh, all sorts of stuff. I taught him that thing to do to my balls. <laughs> The pitter patter. <laughs> yeah, he just forgot. You know, maybe we, we have to re- redo that lesson. Yeah, great teacher you are. Well, you know, summer school. I did it to someone else, and they said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> they said, "That's not. It's wrong." Hmm. They said, "Whoever taught you should be shamed." Well, you know, and I, I said, "I gave him your address." I have a specific taste. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> well, normally in that situation, I don't think you're the one doing the tasting. I kind of think that's Devin. Exactly. It's a it's a give and take. Yeah, um, I have fucked up that man's palate, man. Uh, <laughs> well, he's had the best. He doesn't. He doesn't in know. The world. He doesn't know what like you know fruits taste like anymore. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm he, looking at a big fruit right here. I know yeah. exactly what he tastes like. <laughs> yeah, he lives off of coffee beans and toothpaste. Now it doesn't really matter. He just needs a little bit of nutrition. Uh, yeah. Anyways, where are you from, man? I'm from here, Myrtle Beach. Really? I was born in Grand Strand Hospital. Oh, wow. Me too. Where, uh, where, where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Myrtle Beach up until uh, my sophomore year, and then I went to AAST. Oh, okay. Two years. I graduated in 2013, so. What'd you go to there? What'd you, what'd you do there? I did digital communications. That makes sense. So. You, do the, you always done the camera thing, pretty much? Um, For a while. My mom was uh, really into cameras when I was a kid, so I kind of got into it through that way. Also, I hate having my picture taken. So if I have the camera, isn't the, that ironic? It is ironic because I love, I love doing it. But it, whenever I see my, especially, I don't know y'all know Bridger. I don't know if anybody who's listening knows Bridger. Who? He took, I don't know him. Bridger Swimminer. Um, he goes to show sometimes he has a camera. He took an absolutely ghastly photo of me oh. at the last. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe other people think it's a very handsome photo. And it's just I don't think so. Like, well, that's what you think. Well, I think it's a great photo. I just think it looks uh, terrifying. Okay. I see. I see. That's Bridger's MO. Sorry. Shout out Bridger. <laughs> That's his his MO is to take nasty pictures of nah, people. No, he he likes to flash okay. people and just kinda caught like, me unaware. Like throw like expose his cock and balls? Uh sure. Oh, you mean flash like camera. Yeah, like camera oh, okay. flash. I, I don't know about the other. I mean I can ask him next time I see him. <laughs> Maybe. I mean if you're lucky, you might not have to ask him. I just do it. Oh, you could reach out to him on Instagram to see if he's interested. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. It might be, I, I might be, might ruin the Anyways. element of surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I've been doing the photo thing for a while. Um, kind of picked it up more in college. I went to college at Charleston. And then, um, since then I kind of just did it for myself. 
Um, I really didn't get into show photography until kind of earlier this year. That was this, that's when you started doing that? Yeah, doing the show photography. Because um, I've been kind of doing my own just, you know, for fun, artistic, like, outlet, uh, get outside and do stuff. Um, but I met Jimmy earlier this year at Fresh Brood because I hung out there all the time. And um, he invited me to go to the show in January there, the circuit show. And he was like, hey, if you want to take photos, I mean, be our guest. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. This sounds like a fucking great time. Yeah. And I I love it. I love taking shows, uh, photos at shows. It's a great time. I can tell you like it because I, I see you at shows. Yeah. And you're, that's what you're doing. Well, I like to go to shows. Well, yeah, that too. Was that your, like, so Fresh Brew was like your gateway? Yeah, Fresh all Brew that, was my gateway. Much? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the gateway venue. The gateway venue. Which uh, I just hang out there all the time. He's and always like, you should come to the show. And yeah. he was looking down at me, actually, because he's really tall. Um, <laughs> he's not that tall. He's pretty tall. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not that tall. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not as tall as you, so maybe it's different for you. Yeah, see? He's not that tall. None of you guys are taller than me, though. Yeah, Devin's really tall. Yeah, I'm 7'4". Yeah. yeah. Devin, uh, uh, when we have to talk to Devin, we have to stand on our tiptoes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. See? Hey. I don't know if I want to talk about it yet, but... No, well, we can. We can. We can. We can get into it in a way. I don't. I didn't really want this to be the main uh, topic, but uh, I feel like we're going to spend a lot of time on it. Um, so, but you you told us to watch this movie called Tiptoes. Devin specifically asked me if I knew any terrible movies, <laughs> and the first movie that came to my mind was this one. Yeah. I see why. Yes. It had been, it's sort of been an obsession of my friend Veronica for a while. Um, and she forced me to watch it months back. And I just remember going into it without knowing anything about it and being completely blindsided by this uh-huh. experience of cinematography. I knew very little about it. Yeah. It was just based on like what you told me. And then like I didn't look at anything else. And I was still like kind of just like, blindsided about some of the stuff that happened in this film. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why did it get made? But I don't know. Where do we want to, where do we want to go into uh, this? Uh, I mean, you like movies? I love movies. Yeah. One of my favorite pastimes. Is, uh, and is, do you, do you like to rewatch Tiptoes a lot? Or? This is my third time seeing it. Third time. Wow. I saw it once early this year. I can understand seeing it once, but three times. So I saw it once early this year, and then we decided as a gag we would build it up to one of our other friends uh-huh. and show it to them <laughs> and just be like, this is like a hidden gem. Uh-huh. This is you got to see it. This is like film education 101. I don't know if I would necessarily if – if I saw it once, I don't think I would be to need to be in the room another time to show a friend. Not really. I would just say, like, if they've seen it, they've seen it, you know? I would, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be there because I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. The third time I watched it was just so that I could refresh myself about what was in the movie so I could take uh-huh. notes. I watched it again last week so I could take notes on it. Wow. So, Academically, of course. No so, laughing. I just <laughs> stared directly at my screen and then um, cracked a smile. Just sat there. I, I, I forgot about this movie. Basically, I, I, I think you mentioned the plot when you mentioned it for the first time, and but then I forgot the plot. And honestly, I wasn't going to watch it. Fair enough. <laughs> I just wasn't going to watch it. I told Devin, like, look, man, I'm not going to watch this goddamn thing. And um, 
And then Devin was like, hey, you should watch it. So. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. And so I did. I was like, you, because I, I was like worried. I was like, dude, he's, you gotta watch this. Yeah. I watched it this morning. I found like, I was like, all right, where can I not spend money to watch this? And you would like, you'd said you had like access to it. Yeah. But I found it on a, it is on a Roku TV. Uh, so yeah. a lot of y'all have a smart TV. It's probably Roku. I watched it on Amazon Prime. You paid for it? No, it's on the, Oh, it was on Prime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, watched it, f- yeah. well, not technically free, but well, free enough. Yeah, I'm not paying for Prime Like, anymore, I didn't have so. to, like, pay an extra yeah. four bucks. Not That's paying good. for Prime anymore, why not? <laughs> True. I don't use it enough to, like, justify it. Come so. on, man, you don't order Amazon every day? No. And order a shit ton of stuff from Amazon.com, our favorite website? Well, you, you get ads for it? I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, if we got ads for it, yes, I love using Amazon.com, using promo code WinleyMania. No, it'd be be like G103 capital Q, some bullshit like that. So, uh, yeah, fucking... (laughs) (laughs) This this work of art is what what we'll call it. Um, Let me get... I don't know. Let me see what I wanted to... A tip... Toes. Tiptoes. Okay, so this is a, a, a 2003 film um, that uh, that uh, Daniel recommended us again. Um, this is what he wanted to uh, share with us. I was following the all, assignment, okay? All the Windley Maniacs. You should have given him a better assignment than... I said, "What's a?" I said, "Was a bad movie you want to talk?" You about? You should have picked a good movie. Nah, we talk just, about we talk about movies. Yeah, uh, you're right. We, you're right. I have so many good movies. No, no one wants to hear us talk about a good movie. You're well. I've, I don't think we've ever had the chance to talk about a good movie besides like in, in s- small like segments. We'll just like we'll mention like that's a fucking good movie. That's a fucking movie. That's yeah. a fucking that's a fucking yeah, motion yeah, yeah. picture. We could have talked about John Wick Four. Could talk about John Wick Four. All right. How many times have you seen it? Talk now? about John. Times. Do you want to talk about John Wick Four now, and no. then t- miserably talk about Tiptoes, or okay. do you want to say let's let's refresh our mind with how great Keanu Reeves is at yeah. the end of this uh, train wreck? Because okay, that'll <laughs> um, be a palate cleanser at the end. Yeah, a little sure. palate cleanser, <laughs> a little lemon sorbet. Yeah. All right. So this is a what was it? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. What was the name of this uh, asshole that directed this? The, I didn't. I didn't I write didn't, down his. I didn't write I, down. I don't his think it name. really matters. It's. Um, he hasn't done anything since. So. Yeah. It's Matthew Bright. Do you have any information about him? And well, a funny thing is, is this is a ninety-minute cut. Their original oh, yes. yeah, yeah, was a hundred and fifty-minute cut <laughs> that uh, Peter Dinklage described as beautiful. I highly doubt that. Yes. I I gotta see this <laughs> two and a half hour cut so, of this movie. The studio was afraid of the 150 minute cut from what I can remember uh, reading about this and they fired Matthew Bright after he, they had shot it and they cut it down to the 90 and Matthew Bright went on a whole crusade against it talking about how they ruined it um, and hated it and he tried to have he had his writing credit uh, changed from his name to Bill Weiner. That was uh, Bill Weiner. <laughs> Bill Weiner. <laughs> but he was not a part of the director's guild so he couldn't get his director credit struck um and he described the original movie as a raucous comedy about uh little people fucking is how he described the movie yeah Um, apparently dream movie and then he never made another movie what was the studio that put it out don't know Hmm. i could let's see because i just want to like i'm trying to like i should have i i did very very minimal miramax 
Miramax. So what were they doing in like the early? They were they had other shit going on in the early. They all the all like Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. yeah. Which so. I don't know what the the closest one to that time. Clerks two. Uh, Clerks two probably would have been closest <laughs> yeah. in like time period to that. I'm trying to think when Dogma came out. I think that was, was ninety nine. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty 99. close. That's only four years yeah. before this. Ninety eight or ninety nine. Because I remember there was a there was an all song on that movie. Ooh. <laughs> so. Dogma rules, by the way. Dogma's good. <laughs> so this is a... Oh, wait, no, no. I'm lying. I'm okay. thinking of a different movie. Dogma was like early 2000s. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Think of a different... Does it Kevin have an Smith. all song in it? No, it was a different Kevin Smith movie that has an all song in it. Hmm. I think it was Mall Rats. <laughs> Might have been. I don't know why I was getting those mixed up. Hmm. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. I mean, same guy. <laughs> There's a lot of movies. Same guys. There, there's a shit ton of movies, and Tiptoes is one of them. Unfortunately, one of them. <laughs> um, so it's uh, uh, 2003. What was the guy's? Matthew Bright. Yes. Um, okay, so the cast is Matthew McConaughey. It's uh, Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate, Kate Beckinsale. She was doing. Was she doing Underworld yet? That was right around that time, right? It would have been right around that time. I'm not sure if it came before or after, but it was right there in the same. I think it was actually before because there's another bit of lore about the movie that she took. She didn't. She did it for a lot less money than she would have because mm. there's some promise made about her being able to wear a hat or something. I think I saw the hat. What? Yeah. Yeah. She she wanted to wear her lucky hat in order to film this. And I guess at one point, <laughs> some yeah, I think it's the there, there's like a scene like halfway through Where the movie. She wears a black. Oh, she's yeah, got this yeah, big, yeah. obnoxious, I, I, big black hat. I didn't really. I, it's yeah. It's, it's when they're going to the family barbecue. That was it. Okay. And I was like, oh, that must be the hat. Uh, <laughs> but apparently, like someone told her to take it off, and Matthew Bright or someone said, nope, nope, no. it's part of it's. She's got to wear it. It's like part it's, of her contract. It's part of her contract. Her re- she has to wear that hat. less money to do this movie. Yeah. Um, Very interesting stipulation. <laughs> Peter Dinklage, who, when did Elf come out? Because this was, that was like, he had that small part in Elf. That Elf was 2004. Like, okay, so was three or four. This was right, I don't know what else he did before that. I'm not sure. Besides this. But I knew, like, yeah. Elf helped Probably. with him. Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at the time, I guess that was a really, really funny scene, yeah. and uh, I don't know. How. Great movie. <laughs> it's a good Christmas movie. classic. And uh, let's see, Peter Dinklage, and then um, Patricia, Patricia Arquette. Arquette. Yeah, who I I watched another <laughs> Patricia Arquette movie last night, and uh, which one? Uh, Lost Highway. Oh, nice. And uh, she's she's really great in that, and then this, <laughs> her character is. <laughs> She's just kind of stupid. <laughs> um, That's an apt way to describe her character. She's pretty Are you stupid. telling me you didn't like her cornrows? Did, oh, she had cornrows, and then Peter Dinklage gets cornrows, too. Yes. In the middle of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. I didn't have any issues with her cornrows, but it was just, uh, just the character was, was pretty. I, I guess the best thing about that character is she did stand up for herself i guess oh yeah. yeah in 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 her uh you know her relationship fights but uh besides that she was pretty fucking stupid um, <laughs> but this is a movie about a Matthew McConaughey who his twin brother is Gary Oldman who is a little person and the whole family uh are little people and then his wife Becomes pregnant, <laughs> and so it, Matthew McConaughey's wife becomes pregnant. Yeah, ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 
It's a very meandering, bizarre fucking movie <laughs> that I d- did not enjoy <laughs> watching. I don't blame you. Um, and like, I like we talk about like bad movies and we kind of do it on purpose, right? Yeah. And it's kind of just fun. I mean, when you look at the room, like the room is that's like a the fun great, movie. That's a rewatchable yeah, greatest bad movie, bad that's a movie of all time. Yes. Yeah, and the Neil Breen fun. movies. Neil Breen. The Neil Breen movies are great. Yeah. yeah, some of the. I mean, some of the stuff we talked about is a little miserable. Like those Hulk Hogan movies weren't the weren't like the yeah, best things yeah. to watch. But I would watch. But them, I would watch them again. Suburban Commando. I yeah. would watch that all the time. Yeah. Compared to this, this was just the worst movie. <laughs> this is just there, there's nothing. I don't. I can't think of a single redeeming thing about this. This well, who was this made for? Because it, it, there's no way this guy was like. This is a movie that I'm going to make little, for little people. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think any I, little yeah, person is like. This is their like. They needed this. Yeah, which I'm not going to speak for little people. I'm not going to speak for little people <laughs> but, either. But I'm like trying to think because like, what is this movie about? Because like, there's <laughs> what what is it about? Like what are, like what? It, okay, so put yourself in the shoes of a little person. What it, like what themes are being explored to be like? You know, like you could be whoever you want to be as a little. I guess they say that the little people say like you know yeah. just because we're little we can still live our life and be happy. That's cool, but I mean just the whole thing in general yeah. it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Nothing about it. I mean maybe that's what we lost in the two and a half hour cut. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe there's like a lot more. <laughs> that's what I feel like the two and a half hour cut must have something in it because it be, I mean there's like some tension up until like you know he. You know, Matthew McConaughey is a, you know, regular sized person and all of his family are little people. And there's some conflict about him worrying about his son or child having uh, dwarfism. But like there's no hint in the movie about him not liking little people until his wife goes like, why do you hate little people while they're laying in bed out of nowhere? Yeah, they're like making out, and she's like, "Why do you hate little? Why people? do you hate little people?" <laughs> there was a few scenes like th- that was another thing. Like the tone was just all over the fucking oh, place. The it's I, like out of nowhere, they're like making out, and then it's like, then they're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you th- like the only reasonable thing I could see like him being upset is like maybe he was worried about like he grew up in a family of little people, and they didn't really talk about it. I guess maybe they did. I, my mind was just so fried watching it. I couldn't really comprehend most things. Yeah. But maybe, like, it was just sort of a thing Matthew McConaughey's character was feeling like, okay, my kid is going to be a little person, and it's going to be really hard because, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people are cruel. Yeah. Even if, you know, it's, a, a, you know, a normal person, mm-hmm. but they're yeah. little. You know what I'm saying? Just like, uh, you know... Uh, you know, prejudice, stuff like that. Just maybe that's what he was upset about, but he didn't really like, he didn't express it that way that at all. He just seemed very he just pissed, seemed pissed off. off. He punched yeah. a hole through a wall in a, a hospital, hospital. Yeah. after his child was born. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to go through the plot in any sort of way? I mean, that's I mean, okay. So yeah, basically like that's it. Like, but I mean like from, from yeah. the movie. Okay. So it starts it's, off with Matthew McConaughey 
and his wife, and she she, wa- she wants she's to give about him to a suck him she off. She wants to give him yeah. a blowjob. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, like le- not movie. even in the like one minute mark. She's about to suck his shit clean off. And he's like, I can't. I can't. I, I gotta, gotta go. go. I gotta go. It's a family thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's another thing. He kept like they were apparently they were dating for like a year, and he like she had never met any of his family, and they were like about to get married, yeah. and that was another thing. And he also never told her his family were yeah. little people, yeah, and or so, like if he had family. So he goes to a little people convention where his family is at, um, and you meet his family, who uh, his his dad is William Anderson, yes, from, from Twin Peaks. He's the arm from Twin Peaks, and he sounds like this. Um, ba 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 ba, but uh, and uh, who's that? Eric Gale was in this. Did you see that? He yeah. played Howard. Yeah, Ed Gale. I wrote that down. Bucks. I was like, Ed Gale. That's his name. Yeah, Ed Gale. Yeah. So he, apparently he's a bad man, but we don't have to get into that. Whoa. He's a bad man. Bad yeah. Man. Apparently, what do, you, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, is he bad apparently, bone? he was trying to solicit some uh, sex from some teenagers. Um, Whoa. Ed, recently, don't do that. Yeah, that's Jesus, bad. Recently, yeah, recently. it was like April. Like oh, on, his, on his Wikipedia, because I was going through the cast and I saw Ed Gale. I was like, "That looks familiar." Like it, it, it was like purple. I guess we got. I had go already, uh, already clicked on it. I was like, "Oh, it was Howard the Duck," and then I was like, "Oh, he's bad." Oh, uh, I guess we should cut out the part of our Howard the Duck episode where we gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that at the time. That might be a little late. <laughs> where we gave him his flowers. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, meanwhile, Gary Oldman. And Peter Dinklage are on the fucking open road in these like <laughs> on motorcycles, big giant tricycles. Yeah, and uh, they they pick up uh, Patricia Arquette, who got, got a ba- bus, got kicked off a bus, probably for being fucking in the middle stupid. of the desert. By the yeah. way, yeah, yeah. And Peter Dinklage is like, oh, yeah. Peter Dinklage is, is is French in this, by the way, yes. too. Yes, so he's like, he's like a oh, Marxist. Boy, I like he, <laughs> boy, a, I like he, the woman. Yeah, I like he, the woman. And then he picks Omni him. Fromage. Yeah. He's like, you ever had any of this French lean? And he gives her a drink with cognac and codeine syrup <laughs> yeah, that, that was he imported oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is insane. Yeah, it's just straight up just morphine. <laughs> he just got morphine. Um, and Hawaiian punch. Okay, and then they make it to the convention, but they're too late, and then McConaughey and Gary Oldman are talking to each other in the parking lot. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, people who refuse to watch this movie, I do not blame you. Uh, we did say Gary Oldman's character was a little person, but, but obviously Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman is, is a, a you know a normal sized man in real life. So <laughs> in, in this movie. <laughs> It's very obvious. Yeah, it's a little too obvious. They do like they do like a couple things, but it's obvious. obvious. It's so, so obvious. He uh, he's performing on his knees the whole time, <laughs> and they CGI out his legs whenever they do like, uh, like they a do, shot where they, you could see his whole body. Yeah, they it's avoid usually, they avoid yeah. full body shots. But it's usually oh, out of frame. Yeah, there was one time towards the end of the movie where he was going to the door, and the door obviously hit his feet and yeah. stayed open. <laughs> Um, but okay. Have you guys, either of you guys seen the 1920 movie, the penalty? I have not. I have not. It stars, uh, Lon Chaney, who was like a character actor back in the day. And that movie is him as a boy. He, uh, gets a, like a bad, uh, diagnosis and the doctors amputate his legs. And then he grows up, Lon Chaney grows up to be a, uh, like a mob boss. 
And in that, he plays an amputee, and he's like he performs that movie on his knees as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they do he he looks in pain the whole time in the movie. Um, I don't know if it was it's like really considered good because <laughs> he's just like wincing the whole time. But <laughs> oh, that's no. kind of what this reminded me of, just yeah. as like a, a, a normal sized person having yeah. to. Work on their knees. Gary yeah. Oldman looks uncomfortable the entire. Yeah, movie. yeah, he he's does. Having a bad time. He kind of looks like Jeff Foxworthy in this. He kind of does, and he talks, and he talks like, like him that. too. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah. He said the one line. He said, "Uh, you you went nip tuck that girl, and you didn't even tell her that her baby's probably gonna be little." <laughs> that's a that's a line that Gary Oldman says. Yeah, there's a lot of great lines. Oh from yeah, this but movie. that was that was one that stuck out to me. Um. There was actually a moment where uh, McConaughey and Oldman were kind of like being awkward in the parking lot that I kind of thought was all right. Where they were because they were they they just they hadn't talked to each other in a long time. Yeah. And uh, but then I was like, Gary Oldman's in a bunch of prosthetics and on his knees, and this is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like I don't know. It'd be different if it was like an actor you didn't know, but it's like. Academy Award winning Gary Oldman <laughs> was in, in the was in Batman Begins a year or two later. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of like, mm. not to mention they already hired for the entire movie like a large amount of little scores people, of little yeah, yeah, yeah. like to actually play parts that were in the movie. Yeah. Right, but I don't. I guess they felt that Gary Oldman just had to be the brother. And it's not physical. I mean, they're supposed to be twin brothers. <laughs> yeah, and he's 10 years older than McConaughey. Yeah. In real <laughs> in real life, he is 10 years older than Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't... I, I, and then also, it's kind of hard to really, like... Well, she sat down and, like, researched it. If you don't really know anything about, like, little people genetics, it's sort of like, does this happen? Yeah. Like, does, does they, do they, I don't know, because I never, like, watched any of those TLC shows either, <laughs> and I'm sure those teach you a whole bunch about yeah. the, uh... Oh, the, it's the, the learning channel. Yeah. So, um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, don't too, I'm, I'm a little, uh, yeah, I'm ignorant in that aspect of life where I, I you know, could, I, could a small, uh, person pop out a, uh, Matthew McConaughey? Only in tiptoes? Only sure. in tiptoes. Only in tiptoes. So, um, so they, they what happens next? Essentially, uh, in in this, they, the, the brothers part ways, and the Gary Oldman and Peter Dinklage and Patricia Arquette go back to a hotel. Oh, I guess that's basically the main thing, right? They go back to the hotel. Yes. And <laughs> oh, there was before that where that was when uh, Kate Beckinsale uh, she she tells mcconaughey she is pregnant oh it's that early yes. yeah it's like after that dinner scene like he's home and they're like you know laying in bed they're laying in bed and she's like hey i think i'm pregnant is he gonna is it gonna be a little person and then it was just kind of like no, really he doesn't awkward. tell her yet oh yeah that's right that's right he doesn't tell he's her just yet. like we should talk about we should talk things. about these things and she's just kind of like but i thought you'd be happy about it yeah i thought we were ready to settle down it's yeah like, it was like we're not we're not married. We're not married. We're not married. This is something you talk about for us. God is going to send us to hell. <laughs> you didn't quite say that. No, you didn't say that. But after that's where we go to the hotel. And it was just a really like another just one of those like first like drawn out scenes where not a whole lot of shit happened. Yeah. It was just like 
Peter yeah. Dinklage. That was when he gives her the lead. Up Patricia Arquette with morphine and cognac, mm-hmm. and then they fuck. Yeah, they which do. they don't with, show on camera. With Gary Oldman Gary in, the room, in the room, he's like, "Well, y'all keep it down." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he takes a shower and comes out in the bathrobe. Yes, which is like a really odd part of the scene to like. I don't know. Like every time I think about it, he just like comes out in the bathroom and then he lays down, and then Peter Dinklage and Patricia Arquette just have sex. Yeah, next to him in the hotel room. Yeah, he's like, "If you don't want to hear it, put on some headphones." That's <laughs> what so he says. Oh yeah, something he gets along. Sick too, he, right? Yeah, he gets sick, and there's like, uh, yeah, that's a thing that happens yeah. to little people. Is what is ex- yeah. is how that's Gary explained. Like, he's just on too much morphine, so his organs are shutting down. Yeah, and they just kind of oh. drop that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like uh. Uh, like uh, Lisa's mom's cancer in the room just vanishes. Yeah, they bring this it up. Gone. It's gone. It's Gary Oldman room, leaves. Everyone's seen the room. I <laughs> 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 um, got a signed Tommy Wiseau postcard. Oh yeah, what did it say? It said to Devin, "Love is blind. Love Tommy Wiseau." <laughs> <laughs> Man, Tommy I got Wiseau it with my blu- come to Myrtle Beach. I got it with my Blu-ray. Oh, that's nice. He's yeah. definitely been here. Probably, yeah. He's definitely been here. Yeah. I love it here. It's a it very here. American country, very American city. Oh, hi, Mark. Very American city. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. What what happens next? So after that, <laughs> Gary Oldman leaves the hotel room because he can't sleep. That's right. And, and goes to his old flame, yeah, yeah, Sally. Yeah. Yes. Sally. Who is pro-Palestine. Uh, does she, oh, did she say that? Or well, is it, or the, guy? His, the guy that she was living with, and she said she let fuck Tice because... She was sad for him because his family was removed from the Gaza Strip. Oh, I see. So this yeah. is a very early 2003. Some political, some political, political maneuvering. Shit. I, that guy, he says, he says, he says, I have the line written here that is one of my favorite lines <laughs> in the film. <laughs> what is it? Do not give to me the shit. <laughs> he does say that. And then she retorts, "Do not give to you the shit." Like yeah. <laughs> questioning him. <laughs> Well, I like that he says, um, but what about the things you said to yeah, me in that the darkness? Too. Yeah. yeah. You said, I'm so handsome. You said, I'm a hunk. <laughs> you said you, you would did. love me forever. And then there's a fight. Yeah. There's an actual, there's a, there's a couple fights. This is a good fight. Yeah. Not a good fight. Gary Oldman and the guy. Gary Oldman and the guy. This, this guy just kind of beats the shit out of This is a yeah. old, old, but he, yeah, he visits the old flame. There, then there's a dude that's seeing the old flame. Mm-hmm. And then the, he and Gary Oldman get in the fight. And then she hits. Uh, Gary she, Oldman does a backflip. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she and, hits uh, him with a radio that then, is like. And then he pulls out a gun. Yes, there's yeah. a gun. And uh, he juggles it. And then he says, I'm going to my brother's. <laughs> yep. There's also a moment in which the guy that is seeing Sally asks her for money. Yeah. And okay. says, I'll repay you in your G spot. Yeah. And then he, she goes into the room where Gay Oldman is hiding and asks him for the money, which is yeah. And he's like, "Here, you want it?" He's like, "Here, go yeah. for it." And then tries to defuse the situation by trying to give the man more money, in which he gets. That's how you get people to calm down. Just give them money. Yeah. Give them money. Did y'all look up that particular actress? No, she's a pornographic actress. Yes, and she got arrested a few years ago for stabbing her boyfriend in the leg a bunch of times. <laughs> Oh, that was man. my fun fact about her. Did you watch any of her work? I had to look a little bit. I was curious. <laughs> What'd you find? Yeah, she she does porn. She gets fucked in her holes. I don't know what Good you want. God, Devin. Thanks, Devin. That's what porn is. Yeah, what happens? Is it? Not wrong. But, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I didn't watch much of it. I was like, oh, that's that's what she looks like naked. 
Now, mm. I, now I know. Back to the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't consume that type <laughs> of media. I paused it. I was like, yeah. I gotta see this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to thank you for doing it for me, Devin. I'm salute you. And then let's see. Then Gary, he meets the wife. Yeah. yeah. What? Right? Yes. Yeah. That's when he goes to... Oh, yeah. To, he goes uh, to the... Matthew, Gary Oldman goes to Matthew McConaughey's house and meets uh, fucking uh, Celine, whatever. I, I refuse to learn these characters' names. Yeah, I Because Carl... Uh, Car- Carol. Carol. I wrote him down. I wrote down f- the four main characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes in... Uh, Ra- Rolf. Rolf. Is, uh, <laughs> Rolf. 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 With an E. Yes. It's Ro- I wrote down Rolf like, or Ralph because I couldn't tell what yeah. they were saying. Ralph. Is Rolf. There's also a scene in there Don't where, like, me. Matthew McConaughey is at the fire. So Matthew McConaughey is a <laughs> fireman trainer. Yeah, and he's a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he's a fucking dick. He's, like, oh. called this guy a fat piece of shit saying he can't move. And he's treating it like it's a fucking Navy SEAL boot camp. Yeah. yeah. And the guy's just shoveling fire, like, dirt shoveling over, dirt over fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah, this was after Gary Oldman goes to... This is after King, 9-11. Yeah, this is after 9-11. So after that 9/11. The firefighting uh, is more <laughs> got more intense. Yeah. Very yeah. militaristic. Yeah. That was when uh, Gary Oldman goes and meets Kate Beckinsale, and she's like, wait, you're his brother? And this is the first of many scenes where you see Gary Oldman on the couch with his fake legs doing <laughs> yeah. the same pose each time. Yeah, yeah. Obvious fake legs. <laughs> Just it's like Every time he gets on a piece of furniture, too, he, like, jumps up and, yeah. like, flips around. <laughs> yeah. It's a very busy motion. Yeah. What I don't are you know, saying? I don't know if they got, like, bigger furniture for him to, like, simulate being yeah. smaller on no. i don't know how they did i don't think they did I for, don't know. The, for the people who are at home and obviously maybe not it's literally that trick where like he's actually kneeling down with his legs under the furniture and they have fake legs coming from his waist yes yeah. that was it over the over the furniture and they're kind of like halfway dangling over the like edge of the couch and like every time you see it they're in the same pose it's the same pose yeah. Even like in different couches, yeah, it's the it's the same pose. <laughs> but yes, that is when we go to the fire camp, and this is when Kate Beckinsale decides it is ideal to go confront her would be husband. Like while he's like apparently this is like hours away because she was like he's gonna be gone for like a week, and then she like drives her ass up there to go scream at him in front of his like fire trainees. You tell me your brother was a little person, which is not the word she. She's says. not the word she used. She uses yeah, she the M slur yeah. a yeah. bunch of times, and when he tells her to stop uh, saying it, uh, he she goes, "I don't really care about all that stuff," <laughs> <laughs> and then continues to use the word. Would you yeah. please stop saying? Would you it please like stop that? saying that? That's really would offensive. You stop, would you and stop she goes, using I don't really that. care about all that stuff. You got to stop using that word. You got to stop using that word. <laughs> you got to stop saying. Which that is word. crazy because after that, ten minutes later, they have the party scene, yeah. and she shames one of his students he invited to the party because she says it, and yeah. she goes, "You really shouldn't say that word." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was when she 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 hung out with Gary Oldman for 10 minutes and learned everything yeah. no she went with the whole family yeah. she went and met the whole family and that's when she's like i've been i've been thinking i've been learning and i'm very sorry yeah <laughs> i've been thinking and learning i've been doing a lot of learning small gary oldman with prosthetics is 10 hot. minutes have barely passed <laughs> in this movie by the way in between her just dropping the m slur hard and yeah. then yeah. just being like you know you really shouldn't say that <laughs> yeah Matt how Connelly could you add a girl that's that's offensive to Gary Oldman. Yeah. Can't say that around Gary Oldman. Um, Where are we? Geez. That party <laughs> is 
an insane scene because Gary Oldman then catching catches his old flame. Gary Oldman and oh, yeah, Matthew yeah, yeah, McConaughey yeah. have a blow up because Gary Oldman's character is upset, obviously, because his brother has not told his wife about his family, and he thinks that you know that Matthew McConaughey is ashamed of his heritage. Yes. And they have a big fight, and he goes, Gary Oldman tries to go and find Sally, which is the old flame of the party again, and, and finds is, her in the middle of a glass room. Yeah, having <laughs> sex with, um, what's the actor's name? Um, I don't know, but the, the guy's name was Jerry Robin Jr., who I think was like a micro-celebrity like in this town, because there were people like, ooh, oh is that God. Jerry Robin Jr.? I want to get his autograph. Who was, it was David Allen Greer is the actor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's just having, he's just like fucking her in like the middle of this party, like in this room, like a living room. That everybody can see, because the, the house is made of glass. Yeah, there's everyone just like hanging out like, hey, having drinks. But Gary Oldman can't find her for like 15 minutes. He's, like, walking around, like, in not, like, movie time, but, like, in world time. He's, like, I can't find her. And she's just in the middle room of the house <laughs> that is just all glass. No, like, real yeah. wall. Having sex with this man. Was it loud? I don't remember. It was, like, Devin? what, the party or the sex? The sex, Devin. I don't remember this. It was, the sex was very brief. The sex uh, part was very brief. Yeah. Um, but, like, the party was loud. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, what happens? <laughs> I don't know what happens. <laughs> the next thing so I have this written- is like where the movie gets like <laughs> aqueous in my memory. Oh my god! Yeah. Even though yeah. I just watched it, so they take Gary Oldman home, and then there's a series of events happening. I think the next thing is that her parents have a barbecue. That's right. They they yeah yeah they, they they have like a gathering at the the. The couple's parents meet yes. each other. Oh wait, yeah. there is one thing that happened in between that. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a quote at least that I written that I'd written okay. down. So that means I was at the right spot. I thought I had like skipped a bunch of shit. Oh, okay. But there's another like cuddly scene with uh, McConaughey yeah. Beckinsale, <laughs> and Kate Beckinsale delivers this line: "You had a circle jerk with a bunch of little, little people? people. I would love to see that." <laughs> yeah. And then they start making out. Yeah. <laughs> Then it cuts to her parents' yes. uh, house, yeah. where all the where all well, the. Well, parent- she was questioning. She was questioning about like, oh, you know, Rolf and Sally were attached to the hip in high school, and <laughs> they couldn't have been more than fifteen. And Sally asked him in front of everybody at school, Rolf, you haven't fucked me in five months. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what they were talking about. They were talking about sex. And like being little people, and he's like, she was asking him about a little person. Yeah, she was asking him about like his family and stuff. Yeah. And then they all met. The whole, both yeah. both parents. Her dad met. rules, actually. Yeah, her dad was. I forgot the actor's name, but he was I cool. forgot the actor's name, but her dad really killing it. I gotta say, maybe the best character in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He was great. He was just rolling with the punches, but they like try to set up this whole yes. oh, yeah, angle yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah. mom where yeah. you're like, she's definitely gonna mention it. Because she's uncomfortable the whole time. Her dad's having drinks. They're talking about it. And, you know, she's being quiet. And, you know, her daughter told her not to embarrass her. And they're kind of fighting. And she says, well, we have to talk about it now. And, you know, they build up this whole scene where she's like, well, her grandfather is not very well. And, you know, he never forgave us for the way we did our wedding. So I hope you'll consider having a Orthodox Jewish wedding. <laughs> Turns out, they Kate Beckinsale's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. They, they like it led you to believe like, oh, they're going to talk about they're yeah, going to talk about little people. They're being little people, but no, it's like 
you guys, you guys got to be Jewish. You guys have to be Jewish. You guys have to be Jewish. They're like, okay. Yeah. Which yeah. it comes yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like really just like. It's like really bizarre because there's no like mention of religion or anything like that at all through the entire movie. Yeah. It's not anything like that. Their parents don't, you know, dress in traditional garb or anything like that. There's no hint or talk about her being Jewish. Oh, except for the part where Gary Oldman calls his penis the Holy Sacrament. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) When did that happen? Uh, It was was early in the movie. Early in the movie? I must have missed that (laughs) all three times that I watched it. It's my Holy Sacrament (laughs) that you sucked on, Sally. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So, but besides that, oh, and then Gary Oldman does say, like, fuck it. Well, if he dies, we're going to switch it back to Catholic. That's right. And they all think that is the funniest fucking thing in the world. And there's like five minutes of laughing at that one joke. And then it cuts. That was another scene where they like hid Gary Oldman. He was just behind that little bar. Like, what are y'all drinking? (laughs) What are y'all drinking? (laughs) Frank 75, thank you. Yeah. That's what the dad orders. She'll have a vodka tonic. And she'll have a vodka tonic. <laughs> and then they cut directly to the wedding. Oh, yeah. there's oh. also a thing where they say that Matthew McConaughey is a Navy man, and he and yeah. the, her dad bond over that. That is, is okay. So that explains how harsh he was at the fire camp. These yeah. are the Navy. Yeah. He's Navy. The Navy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in the Navy is really, really mean. Yeah. Apparently. Fuck the. Yeah. Na- <laughs> and then they cut directly to the wedding where they're wearing yarmulkes and they're in the middle of a field. Mm. I don't know with like ten. Like, I don't know if that's what an Orthodox Jewish wedding is. Never I, been to one. Never yeah. been to one. I thought that it would be in a synagogue. Yeah, it seems like anytime you see it depicted, it is in a synagogue. Yeah, no, they just. Uh, I guess the their idea of an Orthodox Jewish wedding is they wear yarmulkes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, got, it. Yeah. that's it. That's <laughs> it. The, the, the fucking scarf. They have a vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I mean I guess he was a rabbi. I guess he had to be a rabbi. Yeah, a vaguely rabbi-looking fellow yeah. do the wedding, which is. Yeah. But then this, like, in the scene, I guess maybe this is foreshadowing for the rest of the movie because the first time I saw this movie, the ending of the movie blew me away. Yes. In terms of like what I thought this was it. I thought I this thought was. This I thought. Was I, thought I thought I have written happily ever after. after? Not. Not. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I was like, this is it. Okay. This is yeah. it. No, she after, yeah. runs up to Rolf and kisses him on the mouth. Yeah. I thought that was strange too. And is like, thank you for all you've done. Right. They do kiss each other a lot before uh Maybe it's supposed to be foreshadowing, know. but it's also like it's just a weird choice. Just yeah, a weird, very choice. weird choice. Like yeah. you just got married, like literally two seconds ago. Yeah, you just ran up to his brother and kissed him on the lips in front of dude. everybody. Yeah. Which was weird. And then the hospital scene. Well, that's also, oh, I forgot yes. that in uh, Orthodox Jewish weddings, there is, the, you know, after the whole, you know, ceremony, there is the kiss to brother. Yes. Uh, where the bride uh-huh. has to make out with the brother. Yes. Yeah. Are you Jewish, Andrew? I'm Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. Gotcha. That's always a good one. That's always a good one. Knock <laughs> right. him dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then they go to the, the hospital. This is where the movie spikes. This is where I was just like, are you, are you fucking kidding me right now? Is all of this really happening? Yes. <laughs> this is where they went with this movie. Yeah, so they so, go to um, Matthew McConaughey's dad again was played by William Anderson, who was on Twin Peaks, and then he has a gymnastics recital, which is kind of like a violin recital, but it's him doing gymnastics. So they all go to the gym, yeah. And William Anderson's doing like backflips and shit. This would have and, made more sense than what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, go, ahead, go ahead. They go to a hospital, and I guess they felt the need that they didn't have enough representation. 
because it's okay they that honestly got, did a good job for representation yeah, i mean yeah. they had the parties and shit and you know there's you know little people everywhere and then yeah. the family's very you know big too yeah. full of they hired a lot of little people for this movie yeah, yeah. the doctor and the yeah. doctor yeah, is yeah. also a little person yeah what i mean fair but are then, you saying that Little people can't be doctors, Daniel. No, it's just the strange because the rest of the hospital movie? staff coming did you, around. Did you learn anything, Gary Oldman? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking, like maybe, like inside the movie, they don't explain that they specifically sought out a little person doctor because sure. they were worried about it, yeah. and their fears were correct because they end up do have, they do end up having a well, Matthew McConaughey's fears. I feel like. Yes. Uh, you know, after the the three second lecture she received, that uh, Carol know, was on board. Yeah, yeah. She was. She was like, "All right, I learned my lesson, Mister Bluebird." Yeah. yeah. Matthew McConaughey pushes a hole in a hospital wall, <laughs> yeah, he's and like, the doctor curious. looks at him and goes, "Man, you need therapy." <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> might I suggest therapy? Uh, might yeah. I suggest counseling? And Matthew yeah. McConaughey's I mean, says another line that I have. He says, "I don't need counseling." I just need new chromosomes. That was it. <laughs> you know, for Which Matthew is... McConaughey being so tall, he's got a short temper. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. What? Am I, am I right or am I right? Short fuse on that guy. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but uh, the deterioration of their relationship <laughs> happens quite quickly. Oh, yeah. Not very long. It's his baby's fault. It is the baby's fault. It's the baby's fault. Because he punches the wall and leaves and then comes back to the hospital later and so holds my the child. Baby? How's my baby doing? Yeah. How's my baby boy? That's my baby boy. <laughs> All right. And then they cut right. immediately to them after a few months yeah. at their house. Yeah. Shouting. Shouting <laughs> at his wife because the baby is crying because the baby is in pain. Yeah. And she's like, he's like confused by it, but she's like, yeah. he's in pain. Yeah. No. And then, oh she, yeah, but then he's like, you, you won't say he's you won't, you won't even say, say the word. You won't, you won't even say, say what he's got. You won't say, you won't say it. Say it one. Just say the word. <laughs> and then he goes, he's a dwarf. And then Matthew McConaughey gives the most passion to his final line in the scene mm-hmm. in which he goes, I'm a dwarf. <laughs> Sorry, did I blow your ears out? But he no. yells it at like the top yeah. of his lungs off screen. Yeah. And it's like the most, he tries extra hard on that line. He goes, he, yeah, he gave that his all. It's like, I don't know. And just like during that whole sequence, he just looks like a, like he's been drugged out for a while. He's got dark circles. He's yeah. thin. He kind of looks like from when he was at the Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, yeah. When that. he was in that movie. He does not look good. Um, I have written down, what did I have in your mind? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. I was trying to, that was not a quote. Um, but, then they're sitting there talking quietly, and he's just like, it's not working out. <laughs> he's just looking at his wife. He's like, I'm going to leave you with our child. Yeah. Yep. It's not working out. I can't be a father. I can't do this. It's not all right. <laughs> and then so they she leave. bails and goes to Gary Oldman's cabin. Yeah, Gary Oldman. Their family cabin. Yeah, their family cabin. For the winter. Are living in a cabin now. Yeah. yeah. Having a good old nowhere. time. Well, he's syndicated. That's the key. He is syndicated. He's, he's syndicated. in three different newspapers writing. I don't know what he's writing. The yeah. Chicago Tribune and yeah. 
uh, political opinions because Peter Dinklage says that he's too middle oh, of the road. Right. And Peter Dinklage is a, like a Marxist, Marxist. Is a Marxist who, let's see, thinks the women's liberation movement was a mistake. Yes. That's what he says. Yeah, that's what he says. And Around then his Patric- hippie girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> who then says, I'm not cleaning your dishes or your skid marks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, opposites attract, man. She yeah, goes yeah, in the cabin and go. just starts... I like. I know she turns on like the stereo and starts playing like some amazed like you know some rock. I like to believe that she went in there and started shredding herself. Oh, that yeah. she had <laughs> threw on a backing track. And yeah, she just threw on a backing track and just went in there and just started going to town. Yep. But her and Bill Pullman in there. Yeah, He's got a saxophone. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So. What the fuck? This is like towards the ass crack of the movie. Yeah. Oh, Matthew McConaughey rolls back up and he's like, I want to say bye to my right, son. Sir. Right? Yeah. yeah. And he says something to like, he says something along the lines of like, you better love my son. <laughs> love my son. Before love that, my son. though, Peter Dinklage oh. asks Kate Beckinsale if her breast milk can be alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> because she's drinking like a glass of wine. Yeah. And then breastfeeding her child. <laughs> he goes, Your baby going to get drunk off that? <laughs> But in is a French accent, is, the baby is your baby going to get, going to get drunk of that? Drunk of your uh, titty milk. <laughs> I mean, he wanted some. Yeah, oh, did. we also missed the best part. Uh, Peter Dinklage. There's a best part in this movie. Yeah, uh, Peter Dinklage and uh, Patricia Arquette are at the wedding, but they're not sitting oh, there. Oh yeah, they have right. a picnic blanket, and Peter Dinklage then has cornrows as well. He does have cornrows, yeah. and That's they're easy. gone later. They are gone later. Didn't commit to him. Yeah. They said, you got to get cornrows for one scene. <laughs> one scene. And, and that's it's it. like three minutes. Well, maybe there was more. Maybe there was more cornrows. Yeah. In the, the two and a half hour minutes. cut. There's like, uh, there's like 20 minutes of him getting the cornrows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then let's see. <clears throat> yes. Peter Dinklage. It's just a lot of them hanging out. Yeah. And Peter Dinklage Peter... and Patty Arquette get in an argument and leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Right. And the whole argument is about like her saying that she's leaving him, and then he just goes, "Not if I leave you first. <laughs> no, you hang up first. No, no you, you hang, hang up first. first. Mm-hmm. No, you hang up first. And this is when uh, this is when uh, Gary Oldman gets the T-shirt that says, "I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad <laughs> that stepped up. up." Yep. Yes. Uh, and you can see his his uh, his legs come back when he's like he's like holding the baby on the on the on the other couch, and you can see his his legs are in the same pose as they were <laughs> at the legs. at the old apartment. Yeah. He's like coming in and taking the baby. It's like, ah, yeah, it's fine. You go get some rest. So, yeah, this is what I wrote. Well, as soon as she got to the cabin, I typed plot twist. I knew it because, you know, she's going she's going to go get some of the some of the other brother. Yeah. She's going to get some of that holy sacrament. Matthew, yeah. so. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> comes back and says, take care of my son to Gary Oldman and drives yeah. off after looking at his son and saying he's getting bigger and stronger. Yeah, he does say that. <laughs> yeah. Which is the choice words for your son you've abandoned. He's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also says something like, you're wrong to her after they've been separated for months in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Something about like, she looks at him and he's like, you know, you can't have a father who just doesn't love their son or can't show affection to their son. He just looks at her and goes, you're wrong. So I don't know about that, Chief. I don't know about I that, I hate this chief. kid. Yeah, I hate this kid. <laughs> and then uh, Kate Beckinsale and Gary Oldman look at the stars the next night, 
and then she stares into his eyes and goes, you can kiss me, Rolf. And then they make out at the end of the movie, which comes out of nowhere. Yep. Absolutely nowhere. They make out, and it goes to black. Roll credits. The whole movie, the first time I was watching this movie, I thought, okay, maybe this will be like a movie about Matthew McConaughey's journey to like learning to love his son and getting over his, I guess, family trauma that maybe he really shouldn't have, but okay, I could see that. Nah, Gary Oldman just says, let me get in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the stepdad. Oh, I forgot this one part where uh, Matthew McConaughey says, you know what the best part about being average in a dwarf family is? I keep getting taller. They stay the same height. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, they, they do. do. That was a good line. That was a good that. line? That was a good is line that what that's from? Yeah, that's what he said. I, 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 I missed a lot that. of this movie, he, apparently. He said, he I missed said that. whatever Andrew said that he saw and I've now missed that. I'm going to have to get back and watch it. Did you guys see the post credit scene? (laughs) (laughs) Nick Fury who comes up. They go back and they're still making out and you know uh, Turns out the baby Her her hands are in Gary Oldman's pants and he's like Yes, smack my balls and wiener with your with your bigger hand. Be the pitter patter. Yeah. Oh, your hand's so much bigger than mine because I'm a little person. <laughs> yeah, the Nick Fury comes up in the fucking Quinjet and he's like, Rolf, I see that you like to be a little person and write political opinions in newspapers. How would you like to be a little person and write political opinions in newspapers for your country? And then fucking uh, the, the DeLorean comes and, and it's, it's it's fucking Doc Brown. He's like, Rolf, 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 Rolf. <laughs> We gotta go. We've gotta go. And Rolf's like, "What? What? What's wrong, Doc? Is it? Is it? Is something wrong with me?" He's like, "No, no, Rolf. It's your kid. <laughs> He's not a dwarf. Rolf. He's big and strong, <laughs> and he kills you." <laughs> yeah. Great and, uh, ending to the movie. Yep. And then it fucking goes to black. Yeah. Again. Yeah. It goes to black uh, a lot. So, it does go to black a lot. So you watch this three times on purpose. <laughs> well, one time is a joke. One time, mm-hmm. just because we were curious, you know, we were, were movie curious. You were curi- okay, you were curious. Yeah, curious about, you know, because we saw people were like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And naturally, that's going to make me be like, all right, well, really? That sounds like fun. Um, the second time was as a gag to try and show a friend. The third time was just so I could take notes for this. And I thought if I was going to subject you two to this movie, I should at least... One more time. One yeah. more time. That's understandable. You know. You're a real trooper. Is this yeah. the worst movie you've ever seen? It's up there. At least it, it's, it's got some entertainment value for me just because of how... Just how rid- bizarre it is. Bizarre it is. Uh-huh. It kind of... I kind of enjoy that kind of like... Yeah. Just being in a bizarre zone. I think the worst movie I've ever seen would just be something that would bore the hell out of me. Sure. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now that would qualify for that. Um, I mean, this is more enjoyable than watching Night Moves, which is a Gene Hackman movie that makes even less sense than this movie. I don't think I've seen that. I haven't seen that either. It's long. (laughs) And it's a neo-noir, well, not neo-noir, it's a noir movie from back in the day, and Gene Hackman is... This private eye detective. Anyways. Another episode. Another episode. <laughs> Gene Hackman's this private eye detective, and he's in his office w- late one night, and uh, his secretary comes in, and he's like, <laughs> she's like, Gene, there's someone here to see you. And he's like, it's been a long night already. Send him in. And then uh, in comes through the door, 
small Gary old <laughs> on his knees with, hey. the, with a little cane. Gene, you have to help me. Or whatever his fucking voice was. Gene, you gotta help me. It's kind of southern in this. My brother gone missing. My brother's gone missing. Yeah. Something like that. I'm, I'm trying to think. I guess he had to do the southern accent because, because Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey could not speak in a different voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gary, I can't do anything besides Gary, this. I can't this do anything else. This is ain't gonna fucking work. This just ain't gonna fly, yeah. Gary. Someone had edited. I was trying to like find like. Oh, I, mean, I saw it too. Yeah, 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 there's like nothing. There's no like. Us. There, there's no one on Conan talking about this movie. Oh, like, absolutely. Tell me not. about uh, tell me about tiptoes. There's none of that. No, but because someone that, edited that one together yeah. of Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman talking, Oldman about, talking about him playing Winston Churchill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it was it was a role of a lifetime. Oh, and, uh, and uh, they clipped it together. You know the makeup and the prosthetics, and they were like cutting back into the uh, the fucking. Uh, I can't imagine why they wouldn't promote the movie because the director was only fired before it was cut and, (laughs) you know... Well, did it go straight to uh, video, essentially? It might have. I'm pretty sure it did because the director kept bad-mouthing the movie like before they released it because he said they were ruining his vision. Yeah, The only way we're going to make money off this thing is if truckers happen to buy this in a gas station and they decide to jerk off to it. Yeah. So (laughs) I wonder why. Wonder why it wouldn't make any any money. So, it feels like something you could take the whole family to. <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, you technically could. There's nothing like super. It's like it gets you know, racy. It gets a little. Like, you could racy. probably take a twelve year old. Yeah, this. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I made the mis- <laughs> embarrassing movie stories when I was thirteen. I wanted to go see Don't Mess with the Zohan. Mm-hmm. The only family member that was available to take me was my grandmother. <laughs> you told me about this. <laughs> I didn't tell you about this. One of the most... I left the theater to go to the restroom and came back and sat like five rows behind her after the uh, initial barbershop scene in which all of the grandmothers had sex with Adam Sandler. <laughs> I think I uh, I think I saw that. You could, why didn't you sit next to her and nudge her? What do you think of that, Grandma? <laughs> nah, I think I saw. Would you that also pork like Zohan? We left the theater. My grandma was like, "Next time we're leaving the movie theater, we could have seen Cars. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done both in one day. Yeah, I already seen Cars. I don't want to see it again. You don't want to see it again. You, you, I don't know. You but it's probably what I would have said. Mm-hmm. Nah, think, mortified. I think, I think my parents took like me and my brother to see that because that's Adam Sandler movie. We're gonna go yeah. see it. I didn't see. They it in also theaters. took us to see uh, Norbit. Oh. I did see that with my family. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time. I had to go to the movies a lot alone, kind of when I got to high school, because I got really into horror movies, and the rest of my family are frightened. Just not their babies. Scaredy cats. Big scaredy cats. Scaredy cats. Big scaredy cats. Don't like the scary movies. My mom talks about seeing birds from Alfred Hitchcock when she was a kid. She said it scarred her for life. Really? Yeah. I guess it was scary back then. I guess they yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the time. Black and white, I don't know. I always want to ask her if, like, she was scared, you know, if she saw, like, a train coming at her in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. She was one of those people that, like, got out of the way. Yeah, so what did you guys want to talk about John Wick? God, oh, that yeah, movie those, those was great. Nope. Those that movie was fucking awesome. kicked ass. Yeah. Dude, I've only seen the first one. Oh, you gotta oh, watch them all. Watch I don't really want to. <laughs> really? Oh, they're all good. No, I'll watch they're them. Right? I just, all good. I don't know, I just... They're all like kind of the same. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's they're like, all good. Uh, the it's fourth like, one is like ooh. Yeah. Oh, the fourth so one is ooh, but in a good way. Yeah, but mm. it's like you know what you're getting into. It's like yeah. oh, he's gonna whoop ass for like two fair. hours. But that's the thing. Like I feel like the average John Wick fan saw the first one and then they had to wait for the other ones. 
Whereas right now, I've only seen the first one recently, and I can just watch um, them all. I don't really want to do. I I rather space it out because I know it's going to be a lot of the same. That's fair. Um, John Wick Four is like by far the best one I think, though. In my opinion, I don't know how you feel about it, Devin. They're know. all good, but They're it's like good. John Wick Four has like all of the other movies combined, like in terms of like the amount of action and just like scene, like scenes. Yeah. Plus, like, the technical level of some of the shots is, like, a step above the other three. Just in terms of, like, the lighting in, like, Osaka, uh, the shot at near the end of the movie in Paris, I don't want to spoil it, but the uh, one inside of the apartment building where it goes above. And Gary Oldman's up there. And yeah, Gary Oldman's up there, yeah. He's hanging with his uh, cane, actually. <laughs> and then Keanu Reeves beats the shit out of him. Yeah. With his cane. Yeah, yeah. He kicks the fuck out of him. Is that your favorite Keanu? What, we talk about Keanu on here usually a lot. I feel like we've talked about him a lot. No, we talked about favorite Keanu. I'm you know I'm like a, Keanu Reeves. I lo- no, I love him. I'm just John Wick is definitely. I grew up with like The Matrix, so like that's kind of like Keanu to me. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Neo in all three? Well, four, but I didn't see the fourth one yet. Four was pretty pretty good. Definitely. Divisive, but I thought it was okay. I'm a big Parenthood guy. You ever see Parenthood? I don't think I have seen Parenthood. the movie's kind of bad, but it's kind of fun. Hmm. There's a shit ton of people in that movie. And Keanu he Reeves is in, in it. Another movie called like 47 Ronin. Oh, yeah, that was like a, the remake of the yeah. original one or something. They like whitewashed it, kind of. Yeah, they did whitewash it extremely. <laughs> I watched like some of the original because there's like the, the original 47 Ronins are like four hours long, yeah, or something ridiculous wrong. like that. Well, I'm a big Kurosawa fan. I like long movies, so that doesn't like intimidate me too much. But like, you know, they always remake old movies like that. Like they've remade like Seven Samurai. That was one with Tom Cruise, right? No, no, that was Tom Cruise. Was a, it was like it was the, the last, last Samurai. Yeah. Um, they're gonna remake. Yeah, high. I'm the last one. They're gonna I'm remake. The uh, did you hear this? They're remaking High and Low. And oh, are they? Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey is gonna play the businessman, and Gary Oldman's gonna play the, <laughs> the kidnap son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love High and Low. It's yeah. a great movie. Um, Kurosawa rules so hard. So uh, twins. They're going to be twins. Well, no, they're going to actually bring Kurosawa back from the dead, and then yeah, uh, he's going to direct a remake of Twins, mm-hmm. and it's going to be all Japanese and shit. With Matthew McConaughey and Gary yeah, Oldman yeah, yeah, speaking yeah. Japanese. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm surprised about for Tiptoes is we tried to do like a betting pool to see which person it comes back to bite first out of the main cast or not what do you like what do you mean bite like they're like i feel like maybe it's just not like ever going to be culturally relevant but we're like if it was going to be one of the actors who got like guff for the movie which one do you think it would have been i don't know because i feel like not that it would but probably not matthew mcconaughey because he's done a lot of dog shit yeah um i feel like it's got to be gary oldman it would have i I, Gar- I, uh, Gary Oldman makes the most sense just because of like his role. Yeah, the, the, it's, it's so jarring just him as as that. Just him on his knees. Um, and Peter Dinklage, uh, not so much. It was just I don't think it would affect him. Not really. It was just like an unfortunate like character. That's I wonder what happened if you just like asked one of the actors about it. Like they were they were just like, hey, what was your name? A uh, nice <laughs> meeting you. you. All right, Bye. see ya. See ya. Oh, okay. Great. And, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's probably it right now. Was anything else? Anything else? I don't know. I'm gonna go watch it again. <laughs> I'm ready for the sequel. Yeah, tip twos. Tip twos. 
Let's make it happen. So, uh, there's Dan- oh. I was just going to say, there's so many bad movies out there. We can always pick another one, Devin. i got to watch something really I don't know if I'm going to let you pick home. another bad movie. No, probably <laughs> not, because I will find another absolutely terrible one. Mm-hmm. I have a long, I have a, quite the backlog that I've had to watch. Yeah. So, uh, I can pick Dan- a good movie. Yeah, Daniel, uh, if someone wants to hire you to take pictures or do whatever... Or, you know, you've listened to a podcast before? Yeah, I listen to Do the stuff the guest does at the end of it. So, <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Yeah. If you guys want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Poptimism. That's going to be P-O-P-P-T-I-M-I-S-M. Um, you can just reach out to me on Instagram or follow me. Um, you can find me at all the shows, generally. Uh, I won't be here for part of June, but... I'll be at almost all the other shows. Um, you can find me hanging out at Fresh Brood. Shout out Fresh Brood. Uh, love them. They're the whole reason I kind of The building got... is a listener. Yes, the, the building way. is a listener. <laughs> the building listens. Yeah. Yes, I know there's a ghost there. Um, Christ. Check. Jesus Christ. Is he the ghost? Yeah. The Holy Ghost. The Holy, the Holy Ghost. ghost. No. The Father and the Son. Sure. Um, but that's where you can find me. Um, come say hi to me. I'm really friendly, I promise. I won't. Just walk past you like I did Andrew at the food lion. <laughs> um, again, I'm so sorry. It's fine, man. God, I'm so sorry. It's fine. He's glaring at me right One day. now. He's holding a gun. Um, he always has a gun. Always has a gun. <laughs> I you <Yeah>. said gum. <laughs> He's <laughs> no. holding gum. He's holding gum. No, gun. in a very threatening manner. Yeah. You have a threatening aura, but I think it's just like intimidation. I, I, I do give off a threatening aura, but I'm not. I don't. I think don't I'm think you're a threatening person. I just think yeah. it's your stature and just in. Intense. I am very intense. I like to be intense. Intense. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like camping. He likes to camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love being intense. I like being. I like feeling the walls really close to me. Mm. And, the walls and, are closing. And I like the. Andrew. I like the floor to be bumpy. <laughs> yeah. You like bugs. Yeah. To crawl in your holes. Mm-hmm. Whoa! I yeah. thought that was your job. So, <clears throat> Daniel, thanks for uh, for uh, hanging Thank out. Thank y'all. I'm glad that y'all invited me. This is a great time. Dog shit movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't regret watching it, but I would definitely, yeah. I definitely recommend. Right not I definitely it. recommend everyone watch it. Yeah, sure. I think if you, you want to watch it, you, you can also it. just reach out to me. I can get you taken care of. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we pretty he, much covered. You the have movie, a though. you have, you have the movie in a serum, and then you inject people, and it, like, yeah, it goes in their mind. That's how I watched it. Put a helmet on you, and then we inject. Yeah. You just happen to call it Amazon Prime yep. for some reason. I, I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. Kind of like Scarecrow's fear toxin from uh, Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like a spray. It was like a... Yeah. yeah. We spray you, and then all you can see is tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no! Okay. So, <laughs> Don't look uh, away. Do all the stuff Daniel told you to, but also I'm going to tell you to do some stuff. you got to follow at Myrtle Beach Shows because that's where you'll find shows that happen in Myrtle Beach. Sure, there's a bunch of shows that happen in Myrtle Beach, but there's nothing like a Myrtle Beach show at Myrtle Beach shows. You see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we got a bunch of stuff. This summer is fucking packed to the brim, baby. So uh, let's see. Uh, June 8th, uh, Mall Tombstone or Visions of Brutality and our Sarah Frank the Frog at Arcadia Studios. That's going to be $10, 6.30 p.m. June 8th, uh, June 16th. At Fresh Brewed Coffee House, $10, 7 p.m. You go there at that time, you pay that much money, you're going to see uh, Bedlam Hour, Brandy and the Butcher, Heavy for the Vintage, and Sir Kit. June 17th, the big boy at the fucking Brick House. $20 on the Eventbrite, or probably at the door, 
although there's a shit ton of people who bought tickets and maybe you should be one of them. At 5 p.m., uh, it's going to be at the Brick House again. At 5 p.m., it starts with Windley, uh, Hymns of Blasphemy, Graves of Valor, Knife in the Dark, Your Spirit Dies, No Cure, Extortionist, and My Children, My Bride. Uh, July 8th, Fresh Brew to Coffee House. Fresh Brewed Coffee House, July 8th. Pleasure Island, Middle Earth, and NC Cum Dogs. And that's going to be $10 at 7 p.m. Cum Dogs. Cum Dog Millionaire. From North Carolina. Favorite movie. Uh, July 15th at Arcadia Studios. Circle Back, Harm, uh, Candescent, and Pressure Falls. July 15th at Arcadia Studios. $10, 6.30 p.m. July 29th. At uh, Fresh Brewed Coffee House, it's going to be Blight Mouth, who uh, formerly, uh, more re- more recently, formerly known as uh, Monocopsis, and also a bunch of other fucking bands, and then uh, Stank Face, Orange Doors, and Hyper Loops, July 29th at Fresh Brewed Coffee House, ten dollars, seven p.m. Follow at Myrtle Beach shows, or else they will hurt me. Oh God! See, they're already starting. You got to yeah, follow. That's right. So, uh, Devin, yeah, is uh, that it? That's all I got. That's I just got. I got to get back home so I can just watch. Uh, so I can watch Tiptoes again. Sure. Yeah. All right. So you got to follow at uh, fucking for more Winley crap. You got to follow at Winley underscore band, uh, and then you got to go on the toilet and look at winleyhub.blogspot.com. and uh, more importantly, you got to have a nice day. And or else we're see, gonna hurt you. I'll hurt you. If you don't have a smile on your face, I'll know. I'm gonna get you. So uh alright, bye, for real. I don't know. <laughs>